0: All right, in order to support our show, we'll need to help some great advertisers. I thought we had advertisers. I don't know what's going on over there at Loudspeakers, man. Let's find us some ads, man. In order to find great advertisers, we'll need to learn a little bit more about you. So please go to pausesurvey.com backslash pill and take a quick anonymous survey that will help us get to know you just a little bit better. That way we can show advertisers just how great our listeners are. Um, and you know, maybe do something great for you guys like give you a $100 Amazon gift card. Once you've completed the survey, terms and conditions do apply. Now I should say you can choose to enter for a chance at that $100 Amazon gift card. Well, will just give it to you because then all of you guys would do a survey. That would be fantastic. Um, but, no, you can choose to enter uh, for a chance to win the survey after you do it. Again, that's podsurvey.com slash P-I-L-L. That's podsurvey.com slash P-I-L-L. Thanks for your help. Today's episode of The Red Pill is sponsored by, see, we do have ads, HBO Films' new movie, OG. OG stars Jeffrey Wright, one of the finest actors Working today as Lewis, who is in the final weeks of his 24-year sentence in a maximum security prison. he got 24 years, man. This dude is a, this is a G. O.G. takes an intimate and unflinching look at the journey of one man at the precipice of freedom. After nearly a quarter century behind bars, he must confront the impact of his actions and the challenges of re-entering society. Groundbreaking. It was filmed... On location at Pendleton Correctional Facility in Indiana, and its cast includes several of the men incarcerated there. This joint was filmed at one of these facilities, man. That's uh, true authenticity right there for story. A lot of risk being taken there. The film premiered at the 2018 Tribeca Film Festival, where Wright won the award for best actor in a U.S. narrative feature film, like I told you, Jeffrey Wright's a bad boy. Shout out to Biggs, friend of the podcast, uh, one of the names attached to this project. It's going to be fantastic. Be sure to tune in to OG; it's streaming right now. I'm going to give you my full review on this next week. Haven't had a chance to pick it out uh, to, to check it out yet, but when I do, I'm going to tell you guys all about it. Today's episode of the Red Pill podcast is brought to you by Deezus and Miro, the all new weekly late night talk show now on Showtime. My boys, the Bronx's own Deezus Nice and the kid Miro bring their illustrious take on current events. Politics, sports, and pop culture, and they funny as hell. They've been doing this for so long; they deserve it so much. They're about to take over late night, all while talking spicy with the week's hottest celebrity guests. A new episode of these Zemero drops every Thursday at 11 p.m. only on Showtime. And now, for these Zemero fans, which I am one, you can stream Showtime for only $4.99 a month for six months. After a 30-day free trial, that's $5 a month, and you get your diesel in Merrill. That's a steal. Secure the deal and support the brand. Go to Showtime.com slash Hive. Offer available for new subscribers only. Expires March 14th. The show is phenomenal. Go out there and support these brothers. Not because the culture demands it, because they deserve it. Uh, now let's get into the red pill. Welcome to Van Lathan's The Red Pill, where we give you the brutal reality of truth. Today we have one of my favorite singers, favorite people, Estelle. You know her, she's not from these parts, she's from over in London town. Alright, she made it big years ago, single American boy. She exploded on, as they say, she exploded onto the scene and she's built a fantastic career for herself ever since. I'm interested in talking to a media, uh, excuse me, a music vet that is a black woman about certain issues, you know, that they face being in the music game. You know, working with male counterparts, how you stand out uh, from the crowd, doing what you have to do as a black woman. Uh, Me and Estelle talk about it all. We talk about her relationship with Kanye West. If you remember the joint American Boy, Ye was very prominently featured. They were all over the place. Grammy. They uh, want for that. Would she work with Kanye now in light of some of the recent things uh, that he's done and said? Very interesting answer she gives to that. Uh, also, male groupies, man. I want to know if you're a female singer and you're coming up like, what's the male groupie situation like? Do the male groupies, you know, do they come at you and what do what they like? Uh, you know, it's something, I don't feel like the male groupie gets uh, gets the real credit that they deserve. Also, where is Craig David, man? She's from London. I was a fan of Craig David, you know, the whole two-step deal. And we haven't seen Craig David, man. What's up with that? She answers a lot of questions about her musical influences, what things were like being a big deal in London, trying to break in America. Uh, what she feels about the situation socially over here in America, being that she is not from here. Very enlightening. Always great conversation with a fantastically talented sister, Estelle. So pop some pills. Um, Let's get into that. Now, uh, typically when we we start the show, we talk about a little something that's going on. I want to talk to uh, people about something that's personally going on with me, and that's the fact that I'm not rich. Okay, it's very important that people notice. I am not rich. Okay. I do very well for myself. I'm not broke, but I'm not rich. And let me tell you why that's important to say. Not broke means I don't have to worry about money. If I want to buy something, the things that I would like to buy, I can buy them. Not rich means I can't buy stuff for you. That's very important. Not broke means Buy whatever I want for myself. Not rich means I can't get you anything. So, with that being said, stop asking me for money. I know that you see me on the TV and you see that, like, you know, viral moment went all over the place. And I tell you, if I'd have gotten like a dollar for every time that got played, I would be rich. But guess what? I didn't get every time that got played any money. So, I'm here working on a very nice salary, doing other things to break it up, but I, don't, I ain't got it. And I want my family and friends to rehearse this phrase in their heads. I ain't got it. Now, it's February, like the end of February right now. I'm shaking back from a particularly brutal holiday season where I shelled out a bunch of cash. Everybody got that piece of cash. Don't ask me for nothing else. I am generous and you will know that I have it when you have it. But for right now, my name is not even Van. This is not Van Lathan's The Red Pill anymore. That's not the name of this podcast. The name of this podcast is I Ain't Got It's The Red Pill because that's my name. My name is I Ain't Got It. Here's the thing. You thought that I had it and that's okay. People are free to think that a person might have it, but I want to tell you something. Just a quick reality: uh, I ain't got it, and that's something that I want you guys to stay de- dedicated to. That notion, as a matter of fact, change my name in your phone. I don't want to be known as Van in your phone. I want you to change your name, the name my name in your phone to. I ain't got it. So when I call you or when you call me, the most important aspect of my life is reiterated to you. And that aspect, that single notion about me at this particular point in my life is I don't fucking have it. And if I do have it, it's not for you. Okay? I would love to be able to, do things that denote that I have it. For example, uh, not to, you know, knows who he is. You call me and you ask me for $3,000 for some football jerseys, for some kids to play football. First of all, why in the fuck would that be $3,000? Like, why, why would it cost $3,000? They don't need whatever the $3,000 jerseys are. They don't need those. Like we didn't have those. I, we didn't have nothing like that. So, but for you to call me up and just ask me straight up for three grand, it's not gonna kill me, but I ain't got it. For I don't know these little dudes. Yo, and what happened to selling chocolate? Like, what is that not a thing anymore? Like, do people not sell the chocolate for the jerseys that they need and stuff like that? They better sell some chocolate, man. World's finest chocolate. How about this? I'll buy some chocolate. I buy a couple of packs of chocolate. And then I'll enjoy them on a cheat day. But as far as giving $3,000, and these, by the way, this is not like the homie, homie. This is just like a dude I went to high school with. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, he's my homie, especially in 97. 2019, it's been some time. So maybe you could check on my parents and then before you ask me for three grand for your football team, because I'm going to be real with you. I don't know if your football team was the reason why you were asking for this money. You might have been asking for this money to put this money on the street. Who knows? You know what? Maybe that's not true. I shouldn't say that. Maybe it was for the football team. But one thing I do know is that I ain't got it. Why can I live? Why I got to always send it back to y'all? Can I live? Can I get a hot dog? Can I go to a nice ball game? I haven't seen the Lakers yet this season. Can I do my thing? Eventually, one day I'm going to have it and we're all going to have it together. But I don't have it right now. Um, So in like... I don't know, 10 months is going to be Christmas time. Holiday season's coming again. Okay. I want you to replace uh, the names of all of the Christmas songs that you love. Okay. Jingle Bells. No, I ain't got it. That's the name of that song. 12 Days of Christmas, nope. 12 Days of Van doesn't fucking have it. Start saving now. Start saving now for the holiday season. Put $50 a month aside for the holiday season. Start it now. I don't know if you need to get, what do you get? You get Zelle. What are these, some of these things? Uh, Mint is a good budgeting system out there called Mint. Save it now. If you got, you got your, your, uh, It's tax season. So put some of that away. Because you know what's not going to happen in December? Me having it. Because in December, it's going to be just like February. And in February, right now, I ain't got it. Okay. So we're going to get into this podcast real quick. But I ain't got it. All right. Uh, let's do it. Estelle does have it. She won a Grammy. As a matter of fact, if you need some money, ask Estelle. Uh, Peace. Let's get to Estelle. Me and Estelle were just talking about the cold. I don't like this. You don't like you. you don't you don't you think it's too cold in LA it's right now? It's too
1: cold in general. I just this. Uh.
0: Well, it is February.
1: It's true. Actually, it's like, January.
0: Yeah. Why am I skipping ahead? It's actually January. It,
1: it, look, it's the longest January ever again.
0: It is. Why it does is that happen? Why is January so long? Because of
1: what's happening in the world, I think. Yeah, it's tough. It's a long time.
0: It is. man. the days are long. I'll be honest with you. When You say what's happening in the world. Yeah. I'm starting up for the first <laughs> time. Listen. And I don't want people to become disheartened uh-huh. because y'all know me. Yep. I'm with us every single step of the way. I'm as much energy as it takes. Uh-huh. I'm down with it. But for right. the first time, I am starting to get a little fatigued with all of the terrible shit that's happening with being wound up. It's every minute. Every, every minute, man. Every
1: minute. Like, you have to switch off.
0: You have to? You have to. How does the still switch off?
1: I literally switch off. Like, you I'm just not, turn it off? Yeah, I'm not a big TV girl. Like I've, I've, I watch my shows. Mm-hmm. I literally just watch my shows and then nothing else. Like and like I turn my phone off when I'm ready. If I'm on the gram, I'm on it because of work majority of the time. But also, I do have days when I just scroll mm-hmm. and I keep up and I kind of keep a mental backlog. Yeah. But then I'm I like I meditate. I'm crystals. I'm incense. I'm all of that too. You're,
0: you, you get metaphysical with it. I do. How it's long have you been doing that?
1: Three four years.
0: So oh, so there was a time <laughs> when you were weren't metaphysical. Mm-mm. And then you got metaphysical mm. what got you into the metaphysical space
1: well it was kind of creeping up on me i had a friend who would like call me and just check on me and make sure i was all, I was all right when mm-hmm. i would be out on the road and living and doing stuff and then she would call me every month and like read me my star sign and whatnot like mm-hmm. what was going on in my life and i'd be like yeah you know i always kept my star sign." um but then after that i had a couple other friends who started to really like mm-hmm. get into crystals and like chill out and relax
2: mm-hmm.
1: and they were just so peaceful like things would be happening and their whole lives were just so like
0: don't you just love those people in your life you're all wound up and they're so serene like, you're like you're oh my like, god oh, what am I doing they like man it's gonna be okay, gonna don't be you. okay. and
1: it always was okay
0: mm. you know so I was like
1: there's something there's something to what they're talking about
0: so are you that person for other people now Sometimes. Are, you, are you the person that like <laughs> yeah. if I'm freaking out I'm like yo man yeah. they're they fucking over us I can well, call hey, you and be like yo
1: this is the positive side yeah Yeah. or look this, what happened to you today
0: and, and you'll I'm be that, that. Yeah, we that need that man we need that person not just in, like, mm. in our personal lives. We need that person in the culture. We need that person in the way. So bad I'm in the so culture, tired. man.
1: And and, and it, there's so many. There are people who, who do, sorry, I just, my head's gone. I was having a time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, there are, they, they're out there. I feel like they're just scared or yeah. they just, they're, they're trying to master it, per se. I wouldn't say that they're scared even more than they just don't know that that's what their use is. But that's what their value is to the culture. Sometimes it's just to be the peace, mm-hmm. and just to be the person that maybe sees a better perspective, right. you know, or a more balanced perspective in the whole thing. Right. And because you, you see a lot of people that do have balanced perspectives getting shut down yeah, the minute yeah. they say something.
0: They try. They come. Try to come out. I think that's what Erica Badu was trying to do.
1: Yeah, I saw that.
0: That wasn't. That's maybe not the right. Listen, I'm not gonna tell her what was the right thing. Right.
1: It was an interesting. Um, it was take. like
0: I think. For me personally, I don't want to say anything mm. that could be misconstrued. <laughs> right. Like,
1: I think people had to see the clip too. They had to see
0: the clip. I think people but, were so taken aback. First of all, with Erica Badu, yeah. you put. So, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, oh Erica Badu was on stage, um, uh, in Chicago, and she said some things that a lot of people thought were sort of supporting supporting R. Kelly,
1: which is not ever the plan.
0: when you can't ever support R. Kelly.
1: I think she took the message of love. It, from listening to it and watching it all around, she was saying a message of love, but she just pinned it to the person that everyone hates right now. Yeah. And that, I mean, sometimes that's what's needed to cause a conversation, but I just, I can't support. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, personally, we're... I'm like, I'm finding it hard to, and I'm super, well, I understand your place. Yeah. But that guy. Yeah. It's, it's going to take a minute. No, the that's, And that's the
0: point. The point Mm -hmm. is this, love takes time. Mm -hmm. Like, if I have, if someone perpetrates an unspeakable tragedy onto my family, maybe in time I can learn to come to terms with that or cope with it or perhaps even forgive that person and care about what's going on with them. But if you come to me a week or two weeks or a day after like, it happens.
1: Not, um, don't nobody no, want to hear that no, shit? Nobody
0: want to hear it. Yeah, yeah. Like, don't, like, I don't want to hear it's it. I mean, I think, thing. you know, yeah. the situation, I, I get the, the, the place in the ecosystem she's trying to, ha- to have, but yeah. right now, maybe that's a little bit too explosive to try to get yeah. people wrapped around that.
1: It's, it's a difficult position to take. It's brave.
0: Mm, it is brave. It's brave, though. Yeah, she's she's yeah. Erykah she's, do She's 24-karat gold in the culture, anyway. <laughs> so you're from London. I am from West London. West London. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Like, a lot of people, I'm yeah. from Louisiana, so. My favorite, well, oh, I say New Orleans, hold on. You love New Orleans. I do, I do. So, a lot of people listening to this podcast don't know what it's like in it West London. <laughs> Tell us about your story. Tell us about growing up in West London.
1: It's, like, okay, like, now it's same country, same-ish, different, and yeah, okay, yeah. same shit, different country. It's different right. different ter- different um uh, d- currency. Yeah. It's the same shit. Um only it's a different accent, it's a slightly different way of being. It's more social than racial. Racial kinda takes a back seat to the social stuff. Mm. Where here race takes more of a front seat to the social stuff. Yeah. Um and it's and it's 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 the same thing. You say
0: social versus racial, like what do you mean? So
1: if you're all socialism, like if you're all poor, you all live in a herd no matter what colour you are. That's mm. what it is. And no one really kinda differentiates between black, white, poor. Right. They're just like you're all poor. Right. Right. And if you're rich, you're rich. Right. <laughs> and yeah. you get treated as you know, upstairs, downstairs came from the UK. Mm. Like from a show in the UK. It's right. literally that. You know, right. Downton Abbey that was true. You know, races race aside, the rich white people, poor white people. Right. And it is what it was. Type thing. And uh and so it was a little bit it was like that. And then there was this middle subculture mm-hmm. of people that Came over in the 50s and 60s, which was black people, you know, because colonization and stuff, mm-hmm. which my parents and my grandparents were a part of.
0: Came from Came Senegal? Came from
1: Senegal, from Grenada.
0: Oh, Grenada. <laughs> Greens. Shout yeah. out to Seals, man. Uh, yeah. Seals, my <laughs> Shout girl. out to the homie. I-, uh, I visited Grenada like last year. You did? How do you like it? It was cool. Uh, you had fun? I tell you, well, I'll tell you some one thing about Grenada. Oh, Lord. they don't really give a fuck in Grenada. They don't. And when I tell you about this is like, like we were in the house and it was raining. Mm -hmm. Uh, Me, Charlamagne, we were all there. Mm -hmm. And we go to the thing in Grenada and the, the Grenadians are very no nonsense. (laughs) I remember I went to a KFC in Grenada, right? Oh God. I went to a KFC and I was like, uh, I was, she was like, what do you want? I was like, Uh damn.
1: (laughs) No, what do you want? What what do you like?
0: What do you want? Uh And I was like, okay. I was like, I want a number two. We don't have that. <laughs> I was like, all right. Well, can I get a number three? We don't have that. We only have the number four. And I was like the correct response would have been, what do you have? I get, yeah. <laughs> what do you have? I was like, like, I guess I want the number four then. Uh, okay. Right, <laughs> right. like, I'm giving her the money. I'm like, ma'am, have I done something to upset you? Just want some it's, candy. No. It's like I worked it like, Didn't care. Candy. Boom. And wherever we went, not that these people weren't. Lovely. Mm-mm. They just to the point. To the, the point. point. Yeah. Like to the point.
1: And and you, I had to learn to not be offended. My my grandma on my on my stepdad's side, mm-hmm. she was the most blunt to the point. Man, you think she giving you a cuddle? She cussing you out about something <laughs> that you had on. You like, wait, why do I have to be that? Why is my head that be white? Mm-hmm. Like she just she'd be cussing you out in the same way she hugging you. Yeah. And you'd be like, oh, well, yeah. I guess you know like you I loved it
0: though like I loved I it I loved like uh, we like we uh, we rode on the ATVs to yeah. like the Spice Forest or mm. whatever like that and they were telling us about all the different spices and stuff like that mm-hmm. it was dope so when your parents got here
2: yeah
0: um, oh excuse me there uh, London, uh, in, yeah. in London yeah um the process of assimilation and stuff like that, were yeah. there was there like a culture there waiting there to accept them or did... Well, there
1: was there was like about when my mom got there in like the sixties, late sixties. She was like no well like early seventies. She was like twelve when she okay. landed. Oh okay,
0: so she was kind of a she kid. She's a
1: kid but like super African. Mm-hmm. And my grandma had been there for like five years at that point. Super African. Super African. Okay. I say super African as in like you wouldn't know it's the difference in culture other than it was cold. Right. So there was already like little subcultures there. Right. Mm-hmm. My dad, from what he tells me yeah like he had a huge family so they would kind of they were dripping them out yeah. Essentially, all the kids were kind of dripping out kind mm-hmm. of thing um but they built their own culture from like the the community halls and whatnot so carnival was what it was um which is like labor day parade on crack mm-hmm. okay. uh, <laughs> you know like all those things were already kind of instituted and um, and african culture is quite insular so you know you're going to auntie's sam's house for The christening, and that christening is turning into an all nighter, yeah. and you know, so like all those cultural things were already what they were, mm. so it wasn't too far off, other than it was just cold, mm. you know. So, like, we were I didn't grow up with my real dad, mm-hmm. um, it's part of my album story, but like, I didn't grow up with him. But we were, we, I just knew from like age five, I was peeling onions, I was learning how to cook African food, we spoke Creole, that's mm. you know, Sierra Leonean Creole, it's like that's what we do, you right. know, That's home, but you go to school, and it's like. Miss whatever, and yeah, you know, like yeah, we, yeah. and we go home and you go like... The whole two worlds thing,
0: the switching on switching and switching codes, off. Yeah, yeah.
1: completely code switching, and, and that was, that's my life, that's what it is. So, mm. and then my mom, she was trying to make sure that we understood that we were half West Indian, it's a different culture. Mm. So she taught us how to make all of the West Indian food, and she'd bring us around the cousins and whatnot, and so yeah. we learned all the different cultures. Mm. So it was, I was, as I say, it's different, it's the same thing, but it's a different currency, you know? Mm.
0: So... You've been in America for a while now. Like
1: 12 years now.
0: 12 years. Well, I
1: say 10 or 12, 11. 10 I don't know.
0: years, 12 years. Yeah, round up. So uh, now that you're here, what differences do you see mm. in the cultural experiences of black Americans as they sort of compare to British black people? It's doing this. Black, it's, 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 it's becoming homogenous. It's
1: doing this, the same thing now. Mm. Right, so when I first came out, so I was 26. I had a career in the UK already. I'm doing my thing. I come out and I got like my my box of shoes are extensive and fully designer. Okay. And I'm like 25 and 26, right? Okay. And my okay. fashion is just doing what it does. Mm-hmm. People are looking at me like, who does she think she is? How is she that young with all them shoes? Who is mm-hmm. she fucking? Da-da-da-da-da. And mm-hmm. I'm here like, nah, well... I bought these with my own money. Right. I just like good shit. This is all I own. Fuck you, me. Uh, <laughs> but like, as I've seen it, as it's moved around now, it's kind of like everybody's on the same fashion wave.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Everyone gets and understands, you know, like, just the international the side of it. Yeah, the internet. Shout out to the internet. Yeah, like, love
0: it. my dad, my dad told me something. My dad was like, yo, you know what the one thing that you guys are missing out on? I mm-hmm. was like, no, dad, but I'm sure you're going to tell me. He said, when I would go up to visit like my um, my cousins in California. Yeah. My dad's from Maryland, Louisiana. Yeah. He was like, they talk different, mm-hmm. they dress different. Mm-hmm. Everything that they said was of... completely yeah. different. It was yeah. something completely different. And I thought, man, these cats is cool. And then mm-hmm. when they heard from me, they'd be like, oh man, this cat kind of got this whole country thing. And it was cool. He was like, now yeah. I come out to LA to see you, the kids out here, Look exactly the way the kids, kids in Baton home, Rouge it's do, no different. and the kids in Baton Rouge look mm. exactly the way the kids in Miami do exactly. when I'm visiting. And so it's like, the internet is a great thing, but it does homogenize things Everything. to a degree.
1: It's a little like, and I don't want to. I mean, I say this in a lot. It's only like flipped like this in the last ten years. Mm-hmm. I want to sound like I'm super old or nothing because I'm not. But like, it literally has been like a what's the word? It's like it's kind of squashed. You know, Mm. like it just kind of condensed itself Mm -hmm. really quickly in the past 10 years. It just went Yep. You know, and and that's, that's a little weird.
0: As a creative, does that make things a little bit difficult for you? Because whereas an expression of individuality was something that was you celebrate, you could it. Bang, celebrate it right yeah, yeah. when when American Boy first came out. I was like, oh shit, it's the only record. I was like, oh shit, that shit a little different. What's over good Yeah, oh, okay. oh, right, that, right, that, right, that. right, right, right. Like, oh, that's different. Um, but, Got two, but yeah, <laughs> but like now, a thousand. It, not only do they sound the same, mm. they ad libs are the same. I'm. By the way, this is not me hating on no, no, no. current it's music. It's the way is just things saying now, yeah. the, way, the waves seem to kind of come a little bit different. Does that make it harder for you? Is it, does it take more bravery to try to stand out?
1: It doesn't take more bravery. Like, I feel like I'm genetically predisposed to not, to kind of, like, hear what's going on and do the exact opposite.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, this is kind of like a practice in the back of my Like, we did American Boy, for instance.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The whole team were like, what the fuck is this?
0: <laughs> were they?
1: they were like They were like, this sound good. I was like look if no one likes this like real life Will I Am or Say This we did it and he was like I don't think that's the hit I was like you're out of your mind so you
0: knew it was the hit
1: well I was like look people like this right. I like this this is what I'm listening to at home Right. my cousin sent me a whole Super D mixtape like, this is what I'm listening to. Mm-hmm. If this doesn't do it here, I'm going to Ibiza. Right. And I'm going to make my coins. i live my life. Right, right, right. And he was like, I don't know. This is the hit. I was like, trust me. Like, whatever, whatever. What yeah. will
0: I am have to do with it?
1: Well, Will I am produced it. I never knew that. Will I am produced it.
0: <laughs> Kat, how old are you? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> You're 20 years old? Wow.
1: She was 10 when American Boy came out, bro.
0: Fuck that, Hi. man. <laughs> Come on, classic. Yeah, you you, you, like you—you 20 years old. Jesus Christ, awesome! What the fuck is going on, bro? Like, like, like she's 20, like 20 years old. You were born in—you were born in 1998, aka the year I graduated high school.
1: Aka the first year I came to America. Wow, that's fucking insane.
0: So, 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 Will I am produced a song which I never knew, by the way. For some reason, I thought Ye produced that.
1: Nah, he was. He has such a heavy presence on it. It was like
0: yeah, but um, so. Uh, Willion produces it and yeah. you're telling him that's the hit why didn't he think it was the hit
1: I mean we were just all in the room talking shit Yeah. Um, and he was like I don't know and I was like trust me this beat hype like the yeah. bass line like, yeah, you're fucking is, with it it's in it, your it, hair right it, now right. you're dancing. I'm with it this was, this, in the video this was real life dancing. and we was out there like giving it yeah. <laughs> and uh, we was out there but all me and my friends liked it and that's all I cared about mm. you know so that's kind of my consistent thing like I don't if 50 people in the room and my people that I give a fuck about like it. Mm-hmm. I right, 45, you don't like it, cool.
0: Mm.
1: It still hurt. So, helps.
0: that drops is was there ever any cuz you're you're mm-hmm. you look at things from such a um a unique and individual uh, standpoint, mm-hmm. was there did they say, "Okay, well that's out. That worked. Yeah. Now we want you to be just like everybody else?"
1: No, I had that on my very first deal, that but this and this is the beauty of like I would say of America. Mm-hmm. You guys are let some shit stand. You'll take an opinion and you'll let it fly if it flies. And we make it money, great.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Do what you want to do. You get right. the shot. Where my deal at home, the reason I'm here, was I had a great record. We did things on our own terms. Um, first two albums, first two singles, like three singles went top twenty, did mm-hmm. great. And then they were like, "So can you go work with these producers?" And I was like, "Who? Mm-hmm. These dead off these dead off records that like that no one likes? Mm-hmm. Why would I go and take?" So I didn't have that, but what I did have here was give us another one, though.
0: Yeah. Right?
1: And I was like, what? All right. (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) How will I magic this? Oh, Did that fuck with you?
0: Because, like, with with me. Like, like you hear a song like yeah. that and it's so perfect for the time. Exactly. It's so perfect. Exactly. Like, you have that artist at that time yeah. that, that was killing shit and his verse on there is right. crazy. Yeah. So, crazy. is it hard to try to go in there and purposefully make that next I record? I didn't.
1: I didn't do it. So they brought me a record and I, I was like, all right, try it. It's mm-hmm. a song called Fall In Love, which I actually like.
0: Yeah. And we did I'm it with... Yeah, yeah. And we did
1: it with Nas and we did it with John. Mm-hmm. And people were like... But it's not America. I was like, I told you. T- <laughs> <laughs> I literally was just like, like my whole team laughed. I sing it at shows because yeah. it's a feel-good record, and people are like, this is nice. I'm like, you, yeah. if you don't catch up, <laughs> I'm so tired. Um, but music is good. Music is good. Music. I'm not ever in control of the perception of it. I just want records that I can sing forever, mm. and, and I've been. And people wonder how I I stick around this long and how. Mm-hmm. I'm still making albums and, and it's like because I make music that is classic and that is legacy filled and that changes lives like mm-hmm. that's been my consistent point I'm not one of these artists that sings records for the sake of it right. American Boy was truthful and real right. I was on a beach in Miami looking at Spanish boys like holy crap
0: Oh, like what's up
1: this is amazing we don't have these types of <laughs> men at home <laughs> hi Cuba <laughs> I really was it's a real thing like I had and the so time. then you
0: put that in your pen and put that and
1: on you... the joint and yeah. that was it.
0: That's dope. It's a good time. So, I mean, I I gotta be honest with you. Mm. Because of Drake, (laughs) I gave. Oh, Lord. I gave. Drake made me give Uh UK hip hop a chance.
1: Come on, I'm with it.
0: Maybe like two years ago. I'll take it. Because I like the way sometimes shit sounds. When people from over there talk. Wait,
1: like, when y'all wait, like, like, wait, when, Why when y'all are you t- having a hard time? Because, because it's just. He's having a hard time breaking his like, down it, right now. Because it
0: sounds like when, like, well, what's the guy, Skepta? Yeah. When Skepta raps, it's just like, it, Austin knows, he's like, right next to Kirby. I'm like, oh. what the fuck? Like, like, I'm like, that shit, That's is, how like, we speak, that shit right. is like. That's how he speaks. That shit is ill. I feel like that nigga's a James Bond villain or something like that. <laughs> oh, no, it, it, it's Bond like, it's like. Far like, from it, like, It's like, it seems it's cool. And what's the other guy? Uh, um, uh, Giggs? No, no, no. Giggs is cool too, but the other guy, man, it's another dude. Stormzy. Stormzy. Yeah, Stormzy. yeah I yeah. like it. Yeah. I like it, but then there are, there are times where they they sound like they're not rapping on the beat. Yeah, and slightly it, off. It, yeah. Yeah,
1: but then, like, to me, that's the same as, like, when you get, like, these young ones here that, like, still have to kind of, like, figure mm-hmm. out their flow and it's like, yeah, you have a few more records to practice on before you get that one.
0: You fuck with grime?
1: oh hell yeah like, so I started as a rapper yeah people know that and so to we, me, we found that out though we found yeah. out
0: after American Boy like I remember somebody sent <laughs> some shit around on the message board like y'all yeah. know Estelle be rapping <laughs> I was like what yeah I thought I'm Estelle like... was like no look this is Estelle right there and you was sitting there like, you was dre- and you was like I was really going the you pink, was on a pink sweatsuit yeah on the pink sweatsuit yeah, yeah. sweat
1: that was my that was one of my first like and you
0: was, you was I
1: was like oh shit okay yeah you know, oh. no I was like seriously so I started as a rapper so to me it's like
0: mm-hmm. that's
1: my first love like I came out like. Cut
0: this out, Estelle. You have lipstick on your teeth.
1: I did? Oh, thank
0: yeah. you. Yeah. I can't. My mom. That's right. Thanks
1: for telling me. My mom ah. once beat me one time. Were we good?
0: Yeah, we good. All uh, right. Like, uh, my mom once beat me one time. My mom was talking she to a did. dude and she had lipstick on her teeth. And then
1: she said, and Why she did was she you like, tell
0: me? She's like, Did you see that? Uh, I was like, Yeah. And then, uh, then she took me into the car and she beat me. <laughs> so <laughs> now, whenever why? I see that happen what to a lady, why, why would you tell me that? Thank
1: you. I appreciate that. And mom, why was you trying to impress that man?
0: Yeah, no close But you good. So, anyway, you were saying?
1: So she, um, so my whole thing like so i came out in the uk like if skeptin them came out in like 2005 Oh, for real i came if they did like okay. i came out in that 90 from like 99 to like 2000
0: oh shit so you've been doing your thing yeah, yeah like yeah, so like yeah, yeah. we were
1: like the generation right before them mm-hmm. and like at the same time it's like so solid and then was out like it was a it was a big switch over from like mm-hmm. super super rapidly raps uk hip-hop i yeah. want to say but mm-hmm. not no diss From like Rodney P and Ty and all of those guys, and then it was like mixing at the same time with like Skepta and Grime and Boy Better Know and all of them guys were coming up. Mm -hmm. So that whole decade of just, everything was just moving around. Now, because of So Solid, the Grime side, which was linked to the garage side,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. kind of moved along quicker than the hip-hop side. Right. And they kind of still got called, you get hip-hop.
0: Mm. so, so grime is not uk hip-hop
1: not technically
0: why okay explain this is the fuck i'm talking about Red <laughs> pill listeners, open your ears all right because like, because even austin right there uh, he's oh, like what now i thought grime i thought grime yeah. was uk hip-hop well, this is, is gonna a, be a clip estelle, clip. estelle it's, right. explain to us the difference between grime and uk hip-hop
1: so there's not not a difference more than it's an evolved mix. Mm. of Garage and hip-hop in the UK. Okay. So Garage is like house music, and they would, like, MC, like, reggae dances over, um, sped up techno. Right. And different tempos, whatnot, right? right. And then it, people started actually making records. Mm-hmm. So Solid and a, and a bunch of guys. And this is where I kind of took my American boy influence from. Like, mm-hmm. that's what the song, that's what the whole mixtape was about. Super D was one of the main DJs. Like, uh, I don't know, Clue or whoever. Mm-hmm. Um, back then, mm-hmm. and um, so it just kind of it just evolved itself, and then everyone started to actually rap on real beats, mm-hmm. kind of thing. And then, but they were still from the same crews, from mm-hmm. the garage crews. Okay. So they kind of got mixed up. That's where the grime yeah. and the hip
0: hop. And um, now grime is the thing.
1: Yes, essentially. When you
0: when you heard Drake rapping mm-hmm. in a fucking English accent. <laughs> What did <laughs> she's, she's coughing now? Because like, oh, what, what? Like she's, what? she's coughing now. Oh, when you heard, I mean, when you heard Drake, I mean, with Drake, Drake wanted to be a top boy. Drake even oh. went over there and signed with some label over there. It did, oh, it did.
1: It? He signed up with boy Boybando, didn't he?
0: Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so he's endorsed
1: with them. That's dope.
0: So when you when you heard that, I'm asking, man, his like, whole face. I'm asking with His but, whole face. But I'm, I'm, I'm asking just because, because <laughs> like, like, what's my statement? he's like no, no I'm like just saying, like he. He goes over there and it's like next to him. He's doing it and I'm like, I'm like stop, like, stop. I'm not hating. I'm just saying, yeah. can you do that? Like, I mean, what I, like what what did you think? It was kind of it's what, what did you think cuz cuz the, the album before he was Jamaican. And so <laughs> Yeah. Yo. I mean, that's, that's, that's true. The band with the flavor. The the, 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 the album before he was mm. Jamaican and then and he then, went London and, and then, then
1: and I feel like as an artist, I have two questions, two answers to this. Mm-hmm. As an artist, you're supposed to evolve and do what you do and whatever sure. your core I get that he was Jamaican for three minutes, Galchester. You know what? I ain't doing <laughs> this guy today. I'm not doing this. I'm just saying. Okay, so he was <laughs> Jamaican. He and, really then, and then,
0: and then, but
1: like, but look, much like much like the Brits, Canada is a British territory, right? Sure. Yeah british french territory but there's a lot of like west indian culture that true. runs canada
0: very true especially in toronto especially
1: in toronto which they're yeah. all from right right so in the same way that i'm like i did a whole reggae album because that's my core and that's my route too
0: yeah.
1: i understand why he has an affinity with jamaican culture man
0: your parents are from there <laughs> like like like, like, like Yo. Yo. <laughs> i'm not I'm, oh man, god you know what fuck oh this god. man you know what Man, shout out Drake man. Shout out Drake, but shout out Drake look, but man, his, Put that Merengue album out yo, next time dog. No but let me say this
1: Let me say this I am happy that he did that album so The way I. he did it Because it opened up a lot of Just eyes to the scene And to the great artists That were doing their I'm around, it. I'm fucking around man I would have never way.
0: heard of those guys I'm good I would have <laughs> never heard of those guys folks. And then he mm. He put, the, put me on those guys And mm. I gave it a spin And it sounds good It's not good It's hype but, Yeah it sounds exactly. good Um do you think that there's ever going to be a time where because it seemed like it was happening and now Mm -hmm. it seems like it's kind of cooling off a little bit Uh i mean not i'm sure it's still yeah rocking over there but do you think that the grime will ever really have its time here in america
1: i think when we start referring to it as probably talking about it like grime like it's something that isn't that's why people call it Mm hip-hop because it's easier to kind of Digest. Yeah. It's hip hop versus grime, you yeah. know, type of deal. But I feel like it has what I wanna see is them guys come here and tour. Cause oh, okay. Stormzy shows no joke. Um Skeptis shows no joke. Um like Giggsy shows no joke. Mm-hmm. And there are dedicated fans out here that come and see I wanna see them tour and tour extensively because that's the way you that's the way you went over the US market. Right. There's no four ways. You can come over here and have a record and that's cool and it's nice for a pop artist, but for black artists, you gotta go to every single see. You mm. have to do it There's no four ways And I want to see them guys Come and do that mm. To a degree Even if it's like a I don't know how they do it A banner show You know yeah, like a
0: festival deal festival deal yeah. yeah Put
1: Drake Do another OVO And have it in the middle of The country And fly all them yeah, Them dudes a, out at, Yeah do it, it like you just, that. Did you just hesitate just, to say the I did, N-word? I did. I wanna, did. Because I won't. Why didn't you? Because I won't. I'm trying to take it out of my vocabulary. You're
0: trying to take the, but you know what's crazy about that? <laughs> is one N-word sayer can recognize when another n <laughs> is getting has ready to say the N-word. Hold <laughs> it back. She, she was about to, cat <laughs> what you laughing at? <laughs> she, There's an N-word discussion, young white lady, that oh. Austin brought to the past. You don't laugh at, you don't even think, that, you know what? You thought N-word. You thought about the n word for a second, Cap. <laughs> Chill, Austin. You in here telling you, man? Well, getting getting people in trouble. So, so, uh, so you're um, trying to take the n word out of your vocabulary. Trying taking my vocabulary. Y'all say the n word heavy over there in yeah in, in, in now Britain?
1: yeah. When I first um, came out here, I never used to.
0: So they don't say the n word in London.
1: Not really, but they do now. No,
0: not a while ago, <laughs> but they do now. So, wait. So, they, they, they didn't say it when you were growing up?
1: No, it was a, a real thing. Like, in the, kind of in the same way I feel like it was here. Like, mm-hmm. it, was, it wasn't it was really the thing you said to say.
2: Right.
1: Even I was around my, like, I think back when I first started coming out here, people never really said it,
0: mm-hmm.
1: especially you not know, in public mm-hmm. and not amongst mixed company <laughs>
0: right. yeah. type
1: deal about everybody. But, like, now it's just like, eh.
0: They say it all over the place? Yeah,
1: so you catch yourself and you're like, oh, wait, hold up. Mm. It's not who I am. It's not the way I was raised. So I'm trying to
0: take out of your take, vocabulary. Yeah, just trying to That's good because you hesitated. You, you almost got it out, but then you stopped. And
1: then I won't. Like, I try not to do it on public platforms as well. Like, nah, I say it, you know, I know, but this, that's... This, it, this I'm is, me. I mean... I, I get it. You. I no, no, listen.
0: Me and Arian Foster had a couple a conversation mm. about this. Um, shout out to Arian Foster. It's like... Mm. It's hard for me because... Some of the people in my life that I love the most used to call me <laughs> that in, was anywhere in like, It's crazy. And like there's white people in the room right now.
2: Yeah.
0: And I like the fact that they're uncomfortable. Y'all know how I am in, out there. Mm. Awesome, but Austin was like, I'm very uncomfortable when you say that word. Mm. And you could be more uncomfortable if you said that word. Don't fuck with me, Austin. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? I'm just
1: joking. Right, Austin's my <laughs> oh, His whole face was like, you right, you right. You, you so right. You right.
0: Estelle, did I true? have to tell you about, I, I got to tell you something about Austin real quick. No, I saw Austin high on drugs in the middle of Hollywood one day.
1: Really? Mm-hmm. In I the middle? Yeah. What were
0: you doing in the middle? I was coming back from, um, where was I at? I can't remember where I was, Austin but I, I, I was coming back from somewhere. This is a true story. Uh, by the way, Walter Randolph III is in this room. <laughs> This is Estelle's, yes, uh, like, manager. manager. Yeah. And <laughs> He's about to blow I told him, up. I was like, yo, that's the, isn't that a crazy, like, Walter Randolph 3rd Shouldn't that be, like, a bank? You yeah, know. he's like a prince. Yeah. Like when 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 I when she told me she's like hit because like people as important as Estelle, there's uh, <laughs> people that come on this podcast and you just hit them up on a DM and they go, here's my number. Come in. Estelle's like, I got somebody you need to talk to. You have to talk to my people. Because I need I, have way, I mean, that was months ago. This, but, that was like that that was literally me and Estelle do this David. podcast. That was literally like David. October or but something. Look, like but that. look, we're here now. We're here now. We're here now. And, here now. and when I hit Walter Randolph right the third, I was like, Yo, dog, <laughs> that sounds like a bank or a tailor shop oh of five men's clothes. Did you see this email? I did. It's been like yeah, amazing. like and he, and he was like, what, what did you say to me? You said, "You said no, you said Walter Randolph. I didn't even know it was the third. Oh and my when you said it was the third, it was crazy. It's out of here. But, oh, my God.
1: Um, yeah. He was drunk in the middle of Hollywood, high in the middle of Hollywood? He was high
0: in the middle of Hollywood. I was driving back. Uh, <laughs> I was driving. I can't remember where I was coming back from, but I'm at the, the gas station, and mm. I'm getting gas. Yeah. And I'm looking. I'm like, yo, man, who is this crackhead that's harassing people in line?
1: What are you doing? It was you.
0: He was like, he was in the gas station. Who is this dude? This, and I'm like, yo, is that fucking Austin? Austin is high out of his mind. Oh
1: my god.
0: Like Austin is, how high were you? What
1: were you? What were you? you, Was it weed?
0: It was weed. Maybe. It seemed like it could have been a PCP high. Could have been something else. You like to get wet? Oh my god. (laughs) Why are you
1: like this? And
0: and so and so. so, I see him and then Austin's like harassing this little lady's dog and shit like that. But shout out to my, my nigga, bro. <laughs> shout out to my nigga, Austin. But, so,
2: yeah.
0: In, 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 I'm gonna ask you a couple more questions about yeah, yeah. Uh, Britain because the reason why is I'm obsessed with the experiences of black people everywhere. Yeah. Like, it's like because you're African, yeah. you're Britain, uh, yeah. you're British, you're, you have uh, roots in the West. Was Indies, mm-hmm. um, and for me, there was this prevailing notion, uh, or not a prevailing notion, that Africans, Black Africans, don't like West Black Indies. Americans.
1: Oh wait, what? This is the, This is a thing. We never experienced. I never experienced
0: that. You've never experienced anything no. about Africans not liking Black Americans because so, I remember I was dating a Nigerian girl back in the day, yeah. and there was a name for us that her parents would call us. What? It was like Akata. Have you heard this before? Right. See, that's a derogatory name. Is this this thing about Africans not liking black people true? It
1: it probably has been. Right. But look, I come from the place where Africans didn't like West Indians. That was a beef too? That was beef in the UK. My mom and dad, that's their whole story.
0: Like, why was it? What's what's that about?
1: It was just a little in fighting. Okay. It was just like, well, we found our people and we did our thing here and them Africans over there doing what they do. And I think it was just probably like the the willie lynch syndrome mm.
0: to a degree you know same um, way it was here but it, it, yeah, it, it but exists
1: it, it exists everywhere in you know in wherever black people congregate per se but like to me i don't i never we my mom like i said my mom was just, she was genius at keeping us away from that mm. so the energy with us was like are they good people mm. i remember i would say the story when one time i went to school and there was this um this mixed race kid young lady mm. and mixed race black and white and she considered she's black. Mm-hmm. So us, we are black, right? right. You brown, we black, right? right? And my mom had that in our brains from kids. And we were going to be like, oh, she would say stuff and run her mouth and run her mouth. And then my mom was like to us, <clears throat> we came back home one day, like, oh, this girl said this, that, that, I'm a, I'm a black, this, I'm an African, that, that. And then my mom was like, tell her ask her if what she would do if the Ku Klux Klan was running from or, was, or the NF was chasing us mm. and and I did and my mom was like and tell her that and my mom was, was like tell her that if they were chasing us they'd chase her too
0: mm. so she should shut up because she's black we all running together
1: right and so that kind of put me on my like well my mom said <laughs> if the if the NF was chasing you chasing all of us you'd have to run too and right. that was and that kind of stuck in my brain
2: yeah. black is black is black yeah
1: you know and so i kind of i don't i try and i've noticed it and like i said there's a lot of things that i've taken on since being here that i'm reworking out on myself or being a, a real advocate against mm-hmm. um everything from colorism to black versus white because i have to look at it like i understand it exists but i just i just i can't my personal micro life cannot be run under, those exi- in, under that existence. Mm-hmm. Even if that's what you're throwing at me, and you're telling me that I am and da 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 da. a certain amount of it that I am, but there's also a certain amount of it that I'm not. And mm-hmm. I refuse to deal with your version of it, whether you're shooting at me as a, as a white person, a black person, a Chinese person, whoever. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I've, I just, I have too many personal battles with that, mm-hmm. you know, and I refuse to do it.
0: You think that, so you say race is a little bit less mm-hmm. kind of um, harped upon there is that probably a slavery thing
1: it it sure is it's just um, it's just you learn to and it's weird because you realize a lot I said this just this morning it is I'm Mm -hmm. not trying to contradict myself I'm just saying there's a lot of things you can choose what to focus on Mm -hmm. I said sex in the city is the whitest show on the planet and I never realized it it's (laughs) bad fucking (laughs) white. right and I never realized it I was just like well I like shoes too right you know what I mean but I never thought to myself well there's no black people in there that like shoes
0: right you know, yeah, I was
1: just like, I like shoes too. Mm-hmm. You know, and it yeah. wasn't an aspiration to get the whitest shoes ever. It was just like, I like good shoes. Right. You know, and 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 so so, but you start realizing it as you get older. There are consistent micro aggressions and pushes and digs and shots being fired at us as black people. And I'm just like, I I can't. Can everyone chill the fuck out? Yeah. <laughs> Can everyone stop? I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna be 100 with you at, you know, at all times. And I try, I try and run my life that way. Yeah. Some people, when I came out, people were like, "You're too brown." So I had someone tell me, "I'm too dark skinned And once I get to a certain point, it's gonna stop. What? No, dead ass, a friend. He was brown too.
0: He said, "You're too brown skinned Yeah. And once this you is what do, happens. And he was with. trying to warn you about this, or was he just? No, that
1: was just his experience. And that's fine. It's not mine. No, and it never was. I've been told, look, I was, I was too skinny, too fat. To, hood, to not not hood enough. And I still had, at the time when I when I moved here, I still had all my records. I still did my thing. I bought my house. I was living, you know what I'm saying?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I hit all these barriers aside from that. So when by the time he came and said that to me, I was like, all right. Oh,
0: fuck, yeah. All right, yeah. that's just
1: your experience. And that's fine for you to have that. I don't mm-hmm. hate you. yeah, But I don't have to live by that.
0: So when someone tells you that, and because I have, it's a double-edged sword, right? Mm-hmm. When someone says something like that to mm-hmm. you. I remember sitting down, um, I'm a screenwriter, and I remember sitting down with someone a while ago, Mm -hmm. uh, and we were on set, Mm -hmm. and um, I remember i was writing while we were on set and and this lady was sitting next to me and I wasn't I had my writing had nothing to do with this movie I was a stage manager in the movie right. and this lady uh, she was a very nice lady mm-hmm. I would talk to her every day because I was a stage manager and Perry was sitting next right next to me
2: yeah
0: I remember I was writing it and she goes what are you what are you doing I'm saying like, I'm writing a screenplay so you you write movies I'm like yeah yeah, well, yeah. I like, she said what's your goal I said well my goal is to write films yeah. and then to one day uh, be a, uh, direct my movies,
2: mm-hmm.
0: be a working director in Hollywood, mm-hmm. have big movies, and leave right. a legacy of creative ideas on the screen right. that everyone can watch forever. Yeah. And she goes, that's great. She goes, it's not going to happen, but that's great. No, my now, God. I just remember thinking to myself, why would you say that to me?
1: Yeah. And that's, wow. that's, the, that's the confusion people want you to be under. That's yeah, I'm like,
0: I'm like, I'm like, I'm 23. I was thinking to myself, wow. like, what's the purpose of, of even saying that? Right. And, and, well, I remember running it by my mom and my mom is like, you know, you get into an age now where people uh, think it's their duty mm. to make sure you understand just how hard life is.
1: Yeah, your place.
0: Your place. Yeah. How difficult it's going to be. For what sure. you're not going to be able to do. And they think that they're doing you. A favor. A favor. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because they were, they were done the same favor.
0: Right. Right. They <laughs> think they're doing you a favor favor yeah. by telling you what trash. you're not going to be all trash you know what i mean <laughs> all trash because even if you don't be become that your 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 chase for that might lead you to be something else that you mm-hmm. wanted to become exactly so when you were told that mm-hmm. why do you feel like people feel the need to say why would he i'm sure he's your he's your, your your guy but why would he tell you that
1: hey, he's not my friend anymore <laughs> 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 just completely other reasons but like he's not my friend anymore but right. like and i feel like you know people serve their purpose sure and i think that was probably like the last stance of god testing whether i really wanted to do this or not Mm -hmm. um with that in the back of my mind and like and it was just like i've I've had to forgive it but i use it as an example of like yeah people could talk but somebody else told me super early listen to what they say and not who they are in your life you know Mm -hmm. listen to the words that come out their mouth because you take sometimes and like you said this lady who you thought may have an opinion you mm. told her something and yeah. she meant something to you in that moment yeah. right and this person who had this weight in your life told you something and that could have knocked you off your swear mm-hmm. you know but you didn't listen to that you right. took it to somebody else who actually means more yeah and you got a better perspective on it right but some people don't have that mm. you know what I mean so if someone else someone that had told me like yo listen to the words sometimes don't listen to who they come from because they're dealing with their own stuff yeah and they're bitter and they're mad and they're angry and they mm-hmm. just don't see it because they've never seen it I've had the luck of being mentored, like I had, I got on a mentorship course when I was 17, that's one of the first things she said to me was like, who told you you couldn't, mm. like who told you you can't, basic things, turn up on time, look at somebody in the eye, be proud of yourself, represent where you're from and still aspire to be more, who mm-hmm. told you that?
2: Yeah.
1: And it wasn't even something I thought about. Mm. You know, so from you look at yourself and you have those basic fundamentals about yourself. All that stuff is just one 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 cool now the thing I did listen to him on what the thing I did notice was what he actually did and how we moved in the industry right. and it, I respected it and then I stopped
2: mm. <laughs> you know I
1: respected it and I utilized some of it action wise and then I was like okay now you going over to the dark side I, I can no longer yeah you know yeah, what yeah. I mean and so it you know so you learn you right. know you learn and you learn when to cut them off too yeah you know yeah and it was he was my guy right like, there was we go to the club. Come on. Yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. After that, I was like, it slowly was like a ticking time bomb of like, oh, you have stuff, and mm-hmm. you're trying to give them to me because you never quite hit your stuff. All right. Oh, I don't have anything to do with that.
0: I'm when when you came over here, you worked mm-hmm. with the best people. Yeah. <laughs> it was hard. it's hard to see who to like collaborate with. this boy. Yeah, like you, you yeah. worked. It, it was yeah. like a lot of people come over here and they. They build their thing up, you know what I mean. Their first records is with Bow Wow, and then yeah, but not first records with
2: Bow Wow. First
0: records with Bow Wow, and then shout out Bow Wow. And then you know they move up, but like yeah. <laughs> you like, it's Will I Am, John Legend, no mm-hmm. games, yay, no games, all of those people. Look
1: at it like this: I did all my steps uh-huh. in the UK. And in the Europe. UK, I had a, I had a great test run
0: mm-hmm.
1: in the UK and Europe. My very first record, 1980. I don't think they thought I wrote it. Me and my sister wrote it. Mm. Um, my very second record, I wrote that on my own, a record called Free, had the entire UK scene in the video that I wrote the script and damn near did it myself with the mm-hmm. direct. ended up doing it with the director, um, a guy called Andy. And it was a lot of what everyone's doing now. Mm-hmm. We did that. Mm-hmm. So I had a great test run. And by the time I actually met John, when I was writing my first album, John and mm-hmm. And so the relationship had been building. They've been watching me. So right. by the time I walked up and, you know, like, was like, yo, let's do the second album. And it wasn't as smooth as he found me. And then the record. And then right. here we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was definitely three years of fighting with the label to let me go.
2: Mm. The one in the UK. Yeah.
1: Paperwork was crazy. Right. Um, spending all my money flying out here, almost going broke. Couldn't right. pay my mortgage a couple months. You know what I mean? And like, real for real, like, struggle. While everyone thought I was good, good. Right. You know? So... It was a lot of things that happened just to even get to American Boy. And while American Boy was going, it was even more things happening, you know? So, like, I did the struggle behind the scenes. It's not to, like, glorify the struggle, but Mm -hmm. it was real. And so everything that came after that, man, I deserved it. I feel you. (laughs) I was like, look.
0: Claim it and live it. Yeah. (laughs) You
1: know? But also, I think it's a testament to good art. Mm -hmm. Because people wanted to work with someone that... I stayed in the studio. I think to a degree now, I still do. You know, like I take breaks now because health and wellness. Right. But like, I stayed in the studio. I was like, when I go in and I work on a record, now I have to schedule it so mm-hmm. I don't spend the entire night messing with it. Mhm. You know, and now producers are like, she came in, she's gonna give you three good vocals and leave, because mm. I know what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, I know right. what I'm doing here now. Right. But before then, I was like, no, 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 and I'm gonna produce this, and I'm gonna put the put the bells on that, and you know, yeah. Like you learn and you you get better. Yeah, you but,
0: streamline your process.
1: Exactly. But a lot of the people that I worked with, saw that work ethic. Mm
0: -hmm. This is
1: literally why John's even associated, because we would, I would be out on the road with him, pay my own money, bring my own team, get my own, like, get it done. And open. I opened up for him on his first European tour in the UK and around Europe Mm -hmm. off my own dime and off my own money. Wow. Yeah, no games. And he was like, so she's going to do it anyway, guys. (laughs) So we'll be involved. So, like. I've been independent minded and just working and you know getting it done and I think everyone respected that even mm-hmm. if the cosign came from John or whatever they mm-hmm. would get in with me or they would hear the records and be like No, nah, this is real mm-hmm. this isn't just something that he wrote and said Frontness. this all right. she's in this mm-hmm.
0: you know you still have a working relationship with him at all
1: not with John no all right. <laughs> now we, we split to homeschool like 2012 13 yeah
0: it's still, still love though <laughs> still love is yeah. all that label stuff crazy it is it's it's people that
1: understand every six months it shifts and then it becomes is it worth signing there? Is it worth staying there? Is it worth moving? And to me at the time of moving we had in the like an agreement if in 10 years I don't really want to we're not helping or it's not moving or it's not and we're just stuck mm-hmm. and I can't do this on my own then I'll stick or if, if, if in 10 years I can't do this on my own I'll stick around. Mm-hmm. If in 10 years we're just at a plateau mm-hmm. then I'm going to leave.
2: Right.
1: And he was like bet. Right, he said, I don't need to do this for you more than I just the cosign is needed because of the climate. You know, at the time yeah. when I came out,
0: Every, that was the cosign era. Era
1: like all the two. Everybody, times. everybody had cosign. Like yeah, I it was easier.
0: Having a conversation with my brothers, like all, the guys that are hot, when Cole came out, yeah. that was a whole cosign. When yeah. Drake came out, that was a yeah. Wayne cosign. When yeah. Wale came out, shout out to my homeboy Wale. Right, that was even the J cosign. I think that was. I was right. And that so right everybody in, yeah. came out. Rick Ross too. Rick Ross. Yeah. Everybody that came out there was all different cosigns
1: right But and it just made it easier real life like where you can get the help take it
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> you know Cudi that was yay right. exactly yeah.
1: so every you know and they were great credible artists co-sign and I felt extremely grateful that I was one of the women that mm-hmm. they said hey now nah, she one of the ones yeah, because you know? it's changed my life it's changed a lot of other people's lives American Boys out but there's also Conquer and there's also Thank You and there's mm-hmm. also five albums and you know and I have fans and I've been afforded the opportunity to be a voice actor on Steven Universe. And, like, yeah. just, you know, like, mm-hmm. things that people, when you look at a female artist, period, we don't get these ups. Right. You know, beyond two records. Mm. five.
2: Mm. Like, that's a
1: legacy. You right. know what I mean? And great records. Records that, to me, and when I, my feedback, have changed people's lives. Right. So I take that and I want to continue that, you know?
0: Keep doing Keep it. Keep on it, Yeah. Are you, so you're not you're not one you're not burnt out on music at all. No, You um, love it.
1: I have like two albums more <laughs> in <laughs> the in the vault. No, serious. But like I also it's expansion now. It's like it's sideways movement too. So it is TV, it is screenwriting, it is uh, uh, music supervision, mm-hmm. it is writing my own shows, it is doing animation and building that stuff, and also of course my own label mm-hmm. with my own artists, Nick and Navy, and like few other you know like just other things to expand so that I don't
0: mogul time.
1: Mogul time you know I don't think there's any woman that's done it other than like the Sylvia Rones yeah you like um, Sylvia
0: Rones what a name, <laughs> man, <like laughs> that's there. A name right there y'all kids do y'all <laughs> she, research on Sylvia Rones she's
1: kind of like the like the label version mm-hmm. of, you know like those ladies have done it in the labels but I'm, and I'm forgive me if I'm confusing anyone but Queen is another one to sure. me that's mogul status that I look Flavor at like, right
2: mm-hmm. Shaheem
1: and Queen like amazing they're like a smooth example right. of how to do it and evolve and still keep a love for music in it You know, so there's people that I look up to, and there's people that I want to aspire to, you know, stand alongside.
0: Mm. So, I mean, I have to ask this question. Oh,
1: no.
0: And (laughs) because you, 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 uh, like, Kanye. Yeah. Your thoughts. (laughs)
1: That's that man. That's his business. (laughs) (laughs) That's that man's business.
0: Listen. That's that
1: man's business. Listen.
0: Listen. Obviously.
1: Yeah.
0: People don't, you know.
1: It was divisive as hell, but it's
0: not. But I'm gonna be connected to that moment forever, right? Absolutely. People? But like,
1: and thank you for saying what you said. Appreciate it. it. Was absolutely
0: relevant. But like, you mm. know, the first edition. Yeah. You know, the original. Yeah. Like, by, by this time, we we talk about two thousand seven, two thousand eight, two thousand three, two thousand three. Yeah. So, what 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 am I missing? What are we missing?
1: Whatever you're missing is what I'm missing. Mm. Smoothly. Okay. I haven't, like, real life, and not at all dissociating. I see him out, and I've seen him out in prior to this.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's a hundred. It's like, well, how are you feeling, pops? Yeah. Like, you somebody's dad now. Like, you good. Yeah. And it's good, and it's hugs, and it's keeping right. it pushing.
0: There's um, no, no reason you know. to have any animus. No, no, no. Yeah. It,
1: but his experience in today is different than mine. All right. Um, his experience as a black man is different than mine. Mm-hmm. It's smoothly different than yours. It's smoothly different than everyone's. Everyone expects it to be the same. All right. And it's different. It's right. just different and he's allowed his own opinion. Right, he I, is. I, I just the way you voice it though when you're that much of a public figure in today's times mm-hmm. cannot be that divisive. Right. You, you by proxy of your physical skin color, you represent a specific thing whether you like it or not.
0: You know one thing that's made me sort of have less actual anger at the situation
2: mm.
0: is that I trust John Legend. I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> oh my god. Like John like John you Legend, know? John Legend is still friends with Kanye West. They're yeah. still brothers.
1: And isn't that an amazing like that, thought process? Because no, you're
0: like He can't be all bad. That's the point. You know what I'm saying? What? Like you know what I'm saying? And, and, you're and also I'm, like how? I, I love I love uh, and also I'm just
1: I, I'm just not about people being hurt behind yeah. this. I'm not about people being hurt behind us or feeling empowered to hurt other people behind us. Right. Like the, the red hat business especially in light of what's been going on these past few days yeah. with the elder being like you know intimidated yeah. and kids it's the wrong direction
0: I completely it's the wrong direction, agree man. What, I, what I what I really want to do and that like it, it's not that I don't have anger towards uh you know that specific method of thinking and I don't have anger towards someone who I looked up to doing that but mm. I want to be I want to be able to channel my anger in a way to where it's constructively making people's lives better right so rather than yell at people yeah. and get i would rather work
1: how do we how do we figure out how do we how do we hear your point of view without it being hurtful how do we hear how do we hear that this is the question how mm-hmm. do you hear this Sitting down and listen to somebody who represents something so vehemently opposite to how you feel mm-hmm. and how do you then take that conversation and make it something positive. Without I mean, be with, get past the anger part. I'm gonna
0: be honest with you. I don't think that you question. can make the, uh, I don't think you can make. And I appreciate you interviewing me. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I, 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 like I don't think that, I, I don't think there's any way to take,
2: mm.
0: um, what Donald Trump is represented to mm. America and make it positive. Right. I think that some people would tell you that uh, they voted for Donald Trump or they support Donald Trump for all reasons that are are beyond. Things that have to do with racial or social issues, right? right. Um, to those people, it. I, I, what I would say is, if there's anyone that promotes a discourse in America right. that lessens me as a person, yep. their other attributes, mm-hmm. I can't even begin to hear or entertain. Hear so if I'm, so if, if if I'm gonna look around, if George Zimmerman feels emboldened by your guy, if all of these guys love him, <laughs> right? And and he refuses to admonish or separate himself from them. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: uh, If that's who he's dog whistling to, yeah. Because as uh, as 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 black people, it's life and death for us. Yeah. As LGBT community, it's life Life and and death. death, Yeah. Uh, And and it always is. So I I can't get past that. Right. But the people who can, um, I don't want to hate them as much as I want to work for people who are voiceless. Right. So I don't want to spend my time hating like a, Kanye West. Yeah. Um, the people who I would empower with the platform that I got from that interaction, Yeah. I just want to empower those people.
1: I would say this. this is my thing is, like, support the things you love. Yeah. So I won't retweet the pictures and the videos of the kids jumping around, and I'll retweet the picture of the elder,
2: mm-hmm. and I'll promote
1: what he's talking exactly. about. And I'll talk about the trans women and men that are, like, dealing with their own issues. Like, mm-hmm. our, this is my, mm-hmm. what I do on my platform. Right like all of the craziness is happening
0: mm-hmm.
1: who needs that space to yeah. talk I'm yeah. gonna retweet you
0: right let's get to this work let's, let's give these people the opportunities yeah. that they need yeah. you know what I mean
1: it's it's. I'm reaching 100% I just uh, it's like like you said it's tiring it's mm-hmm. like, every day every time you open a Twitter it's like boy so. tough question
0: <laughs> tough question coming for you oh lord would you work with Kanye West right now
1: um not right now I think it has to part, like not him and to what you were saying before i would say to people it's not going to be like this always because history's proven that times pass mm-hmm. and they go up and down sure based on the actions of the people in the moment right i believe that the actions of the people in the moment are heading towards it passing and passing in a way that doesn't ricochet us back mm. further back mm-hmm. you know so i think it's going to be good in a minute you know, yeah. in a minute not to trivialize it right. i think we're going to be okay
0: and I read somewhere on the internet that you have mm. a duets album with R. Kelly coming out. What can we That's expect? That's not at? gonna
1: happen, ever in life in general. Look, I don't look,
0: know look, who look guys.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. William. Yeah. William
1: like, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It was like, we're Wolves not even playing with that shit. All eyes peeked up real like, quick. He's no. like, he's like, nah, man. No. What you, you, you doing? I had things? triggering. I, I got, I, a, got as, a, I got triggered. Personally, I got triggered. As was a like, woman, nah, 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 nah.
0: As as a woman, as a black woman, nah.
1: That that that. And it's no, it, to me it's no difference. I'm just articulating it differently because mm-hmm. I feel it differently in a different way. Oh, Kelly, I have I grew up in a family of sisters. A lot of brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. Six girls, three boys. I'm the oldest girl. I'm mm-hmm. protective. Yeah. And I looked at all these women, and I was just like, as many times as I've been in Chicago, we've driven past. The mm. studio there were definitely young girls locked up in there mm. and in my back of my soul I literally just sat on my couch like this had to get on Talkspace and talk to my therapist like mm. I just feel triggered right now I just I remember Talkspace by <laughs> ad but I remember emotionally being manipulated as a kid mm. and, and physically like and it's just not you know I I empathize to a degree with a lot of without giving all my stuff out I empathize to a degree with a lot of those women and to me it's just like I, I'm not in it like you, this it's you, no you don't prey upon you don't treat people like that you don't do that mm. like I understand the love and the empathy and I do have it but my personals with it mm-hmm. you have a choice beyond a certain age sir mm-hmm. and you chose to continue doing that right. you didn't choose to go get therapy you didn't choose to figure this out with yourself Yeah. I don't know if forgiveness is in the frame because mm-hmm. i don't have to per se right, and yeah. it didn't happen to me mm-hmm. i just pray for them that right. the, i pray for the women that were involved in this and the parents and try to refrain from judging all of the stuff around it because there's so much stuff where are the parents where are the, so, uh, much uh, stuff, uh, so much, there's so it, much. Yeah. i just the fundamental lies with your physical action you beyond a certain age you have a choice Mm -hmm. And I believe that everyone's presented with a choice to evolve and get better Mm
2: -hmm.
1: or stay on the same path and do the same stuff you've been doing.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. I'm not with that same stuff. I'm with that evolve, do better, be better. Even if it hurts and you have to face yourself and you are absolute shit, still try and do better. Mm -hmm. And I feel like he chose not to. Yeah. I don't know if I have to care. Right. Yeah.
0: (laughs) You know? Yeah. I I don't think I have to. Got a question for you. Something I always wanted to ask. I think you are the I don't think we've had any female musical artists on the show yet. Well, we've had Amanda. Amanda Seals, shout out to Seals. But hey. She hasn't she hasn't been doing music in a while. Yeah. Um, she got a
1: HBO show coming up. Oh, whoa. She shout got, out. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. She has whoa, whoa, a show whoa, whoa, coming whoa. up.
0: <laughs> Amanda Seals, I be knowing. Ah. Shout Sorry, out to my, my home phone. girl Who has her first <laughs> HBO special Amanda Seals I'll be mm, knowing Kat you gotta watch it
1: gonna She's gonna
0: tell you A lot about how she feels About white women I think you're gonna be delighted oh um,
1: Yeah. Van no cap later Alright come I think, on I think
0: you're gonna love Amanda's impri- Impressions of white women Kat It's an après- gonna it's change It's a perspective Come back to school What school you go to? Quinnipack University Quinnipack University You're gonna go back In a dashiki After you watch Amanda Um now, I just got the
1: visual of um don't be a suck
0: Venice in the hood
1: like Yeah, 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 really yeah that that whole said, joke. You know that joke. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh so male groupies. Oh, they're fun. <laughs> Is this a thing? Absolutely. Wow what let's talk about it. <laughs> I'm looking at William
1: William, uh, William started
0: checking his phone he did when the, 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 the reps started checking, start checking their phones, phones that's when you know we having a good time on the red pill
1: <laughs> but look listen I'm not a partaker person. I'm say. not saying you're not a partaker I'm, I'm, I'm just asking have you I entertained a, the idea of one, one good time and then he was too hype and then his soul and I was like you good you
0: good <laughs> <laughs> right. but there are because this is thing, because we talk so much yeah. About they just come up different lady groupies, but we never talk about male groupies, right? Have you seen I, any? Have I you... don't But see the male groupies that I see, they're yeah. groupies to other males, okay? They're like dudes, it's like you Yo, know, like, 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 a, like I was in the the guys that say, like, you like, you had a club, like yeah. a couple of summer ago, a, a couple summers ago, I'm at a club, a big rapper was there, oh, and man. this dude comes up to me and goes, Yo, man, so and so wants to meet you, bro, come up. I'm like. I'm like, damn, oh, I would God. hate to be the this nigga wants to meet you, dude. Oh, I never want to be the this nigga wants to meet you guys. Oh,
2: God. And I, that's not even –
0: because I know it's some this nigga wants to meet you guys that are that are listening. Yeah. And if that's your homeboy that's, and you just – but, yeah. it, like, the dudes that I know in L.A. that are groupies, they're groupies to other guys. They're, yeah. like, trying to get next to guys so they can post pictures which and say this is my day one I don't, I don't, when I, it's the I've day never, one that they met them. Which <laughs> – I mean, I'm mean, i just day I'm just, one. What is it? This is my day one. When the it's the first day one time that you met them. That right? Yes. But I, um, I've seen. So male groupies. Yeah,
1: they exist, man. It's just they come at you in different ways. How so? Um, I've had. I mean, I like, I'm a smooth denier of the DMs. I would delete and decline the DMs.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, I'm a smooth denier of the DMs. I, in real life, mm-hmm. I'm surrounded by men. Mm -hmm. so like 90% of my team is men Mm -hmm. like two women and it's not by choice it's more just like oh the way it happened yeah um it's like three or four women on my team that are like integral right and um it but so they kind of get thrown off a little because they're like they're not sure right. who's security, who's the manager, who's the boyfriend, who's right. who work. Yeah. and I'm not the girl with all her business out on the ground either. Yeah. And I refuse to justify anything. Yeah. So you know, no one quite knows what's going on, right? Yeah, yeah, I get you. But they 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 try and hey, hey <laughs> I've up? had um, the DMs that we have a group chat. My me and my guy guys, my mm-hmm. man them from home, and like I entertain them weekly. Yeah with um snapshots like screenshots of the dms yeah. and like what their title is yeah. a lot of them are security <laughs> oh <man. laughs> a lot of them will hit like hey i love you so beautiful um and then i look at their page just purely yeah. because i want to send this to like the group chat yeah, like yo yeah. and in today's dms it's called in today's dms yeah, yeah. um and i'll send them a picture of the, the whatever they was trying to kick yeah and then i'll send them this you know their title and right. their bio and it'd be like um former football player da 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 Mm. security yeah I'm just like if you don't is security I'm like for who (laughs) like there's like five art security in the whole business bro like and they all have their own groups running out Mm -hmm. like stop chill out Um, what do male
0: groupies want I'm not sure I'm not sure see I'm obsessed with the male groupies
1: because I can't even call it bragging rights like I'm not like you have to know she ain't giving no pussy (laughs) you have to know she's not giving you any pussy sir Um, so I'm not sure (laughs) Wait,
0: it is. So, so there's not, there's no groupie suave enough to make you go there with nah, her? Nah, not really. Nah, I'm not a groupie. No. But see, here's the thing, though. That's another reason why I feel like I'm obsessed with the male groupies because mm. the the female groupie is really in a power position because mm-hmm. if you like to hang around, yeah, like she'll fly wherever, she'll, she'll fly, fly wherever, and, these, and, and 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 you know the way. Yeah. guys are wired sometimes <laughs> there's not a lot of it's like oh for you okay come on, yeah, you, yeah. Come on. Yeah. you come on you come on you come on especially when you're in your 20s right that's life it's like that's the way it, that's, that's the way it goes yeah. there's Crazy. an aspect Tragic. of having with groupies that I don't get I, I don't just, get why these guys aren't wearing condoms man that part like, like right. it, it, it's, it's like I'm not gonna bring up any names but y'all out like, here and y'all having. listen hear. I'm not even
1: it's a lot it's there's so many things out there.
0: What, like, it, but why aren't people? What's wrong with the condom? I don't know, bro. They're not wearing condoms, and we know because a a, a lady yeah. gets she gets pregnant, yeah, and she says it could be five different guys. So if I, it's five different guys that she thinks that it could be, and this uh, is by the way, I'm not coming down on these ladies. No, it's just a discussion. I'm just saying, if 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 like if it's five different guys, that means all of those guys. Mm. Went raw, and think about that, which is wild.
1: Think about that in 2019.
0: When I say wild, mm-hmm. I mean it's wild. <laughs> I need I need the graphics. Why? Like seriously, like like right. because if you say if you let's say you got an NBA dude, oh, an actor, oh. a, a a rapper, oh. that's literally like 50 million women that they've slept with. What did you say, petri dishes? Yes petri dishes So I don't understand that. Petri dishes. So, but the, do the male groupies do they try to like romance you though? Uh, it's probably a little I'm, bit more romance. It's, it's,
1: um, and then I'm an adult, whole grown ass woman too. So mm-hmm. like, I'm listening to you talk and I'm like, my mm, nice my. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna mm, okay, yeah. All right, and then and like the team keep it, you know. Keep it moving. Keep it circumventing, you know they. Well, they move you've around seen people. you've seen the male groupies. He just went silent. William, you've seen quiet. the male
0: groupies? <laughs> he called you,
1: no? you William. <laughs> <Isn't laughs> He's just going quiet, real quick. He has. It was one good groups? time in, um, in, a uh, in, uh, where was we in uh, Cleveland that time? <laughs> Cleveland. Remember was it Cleveland one good time? Cleveland. Fun. A male groupie <laughs> came
0: up to you, in yeah, Cleveland? Definitely. Was it Tristan Thompson? I don't know. Tristan Thompson? Oh no, no. This is before. Was it? Boy,
1: were you making the reps uncomfortable? No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. Tristan Thompson
0: it wasn't. tried to get at...
1: He did, he did not. Don't say these things. Next
0: on TMZ. Don't say
1: these things. Um, leave, that, leave that scenario alone. Ain't nothing to do with me. Um, nah, it's, they're, they're everywhere. They're mm,
0: everywhere. Mm. They're
1: everywhere. But, you know, they, and they find their ways. Yeah. You know, because sometimes it's not just at the club or at the bar. It's, mm-hmm. It'd be someone that you met via your friend, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you're like, oh, so... Oh, you're a singer. Oh, no.
0: Oh, yeah. He, he, he oh, you rap? Mm. Mm-hmm. I was on your
1: Instagram. No, we're not. No, no we're we not doing that. We're not. we, we not talking that, no. anymore. But, no.
0: Where's Craig David?
1: Living his life representing Wu-Tang in Miami somewhere. Listen, Craig David. Let me tell you. Listen, I'm going to be honest you. With, I'm going to
0: tell you what. I'm going to tell you guys Craig somebody, David right got the now. plan. Craig, 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 <laughs> Craig David. Craig David is a plan. Craig David came out. Drop, drop some joints on us, and and they fucking disappeared. And
1: said he's gonna live his life in
0: Miami. Listen, man, Craig David, and get
1: swole. Like (laughs) he is
0: huge. Swole. And like, like Craig David, what's that line in that song? He says, uh, "Bottle of wine, half the contents gone." Every time I hear that line, like I wrote a whole essay called "Half the Contents Gone." Oh god. Because, because like, who just says it's just half the contents gone? Could you fill me in? It's like. That's Craig way too proper a way to say the bottle is fucking half empty. <laughs> That's all you had to say. That's cool language. Like, I, I get it. It's language. But like, English. he came in and dropped some hits on us. This and is then, why.
1: This is why he's a great songwriter. This is why he is who he is. Cause I miss. We miss Craig David. Craig man. David living. He had a new album out, I think, a year and a half ago or mm-hmm. a year ago, and he was touring and living his life. Like this is this is the existence you want as an artist. Like pop him when you want, hit it back out when you don't. Then he's out. And yeah, and living his life like. Killing. He's the first artist I knew that essentially left the U.S., left the U.K. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Millions and trillions of records Mm sold. Moved to Miami and got swole. Got swole. No, literally, like I was in Miami. Like, who is this guy? This is amazing.
0: (laughs) Just top off. Just. Greg David. Right. Yeah.
1: I'm old enough now. I'm joking. joking.
0: But but he. But like (laughs) But my like. But he. I want him to come back out, man.
1: He will. I'm sure he will. But like also. It's like you don't really want them to do it um, mm-hmm. or try and what's the word fit in.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think the last record he done was really good though. The last you know what I my it.
0: dream UK mashup song is what? It's you, yeah, uh-huh. Craig David. Oh shit! And Mark Morrison. Not Mark Morrison. <laughs> Not,
1: Mark Morrison. See,
0: Not Mark Morrison. the kids in the room the don't Godfather. know. No Mark
1: Morrison. The kids in the room don't know. The Godfather. The Godfather. Return of the Mac. What? Why do I keep getting, I like... I know,
0: y'all. The Return of the Mac. The Return of the Mac. That's... Where's he at, man? What you know? Because, uh, listen. Because every couple you? of years... There's that's like, his favorite record. Return of the Mac? Real life. That shit is hot. Real life. That, that shit is hot. You lied to me. Every... Yo, so we I'm be all... Like, that, that shit is hot. It's a dope record. It's a classic. But every couple of years... I'm getting to a point. Every yeah. couple of years, there's, like, a... An um, English takeover. Yep. Every few years, every few years, yep. there's like a new crop. Yeah, I feel like your you came in with like Amy mm-hmm. and who else was with you? Me, and Amy. It was just you and Amy. <laughs> me and Amy. So it was you <laughs> and Amy. To... I don't think there was anybody else. Let me think. Because oh, that was Mark Ronson this, was this doing be, this thing yeah, at that point.
1: me, Amy. Um, uh, what's her name?
0: Because Adele is later.
1: She was later. Um, uh, sneakers and dresses. Lily Allen.
0: Lily Allen. Yeah. What about Josh Stone? Was that before? That's
1: before. Yeah, she, she was around Marsha Ambrosius. Yeah, that whole yeah that was like two thousand three,
0: four. Right. Yeah. And so like every couple, and then, then, even Poetry, like not Marsha, just Marsha. Even like even like um Robbie Williams mm-hmm. like came in, and mm-hmm. then like after a while, what do we have? You you're here now. Yeah. But after a while, like how do do do, do these? do these acts and i'm serious mm. do these acts just go back <clears throat> to the uk
1: no i think most people well it depends on where your home is where you find your home uh-huh. i'm the i'm a one of one i can only speak to my experience yeah. like i'm i was here i was signed everyone i was like well how, well how come you're here still i'm not assigned signed to a u.s label and i'm my mm. businesses are all here so it makes sense right yeah. um but like um i've like again after american boy and after shine i had i've had Extra albums, mm-hmm. so like, and all of them were out here and released out here and did their thing around the world, so mm-hmm. it just made more sense. And I like it, it's fun, yeah. Thank
0: you. You're touring now, you're about to go on a tour. I'm about to go on a tour now. Where are you
1: going? Um, all over the east coast. So, we're doing these, um, Estelle experiences, which is what, which is essentially like, um, I want to say my living room.
0: Oh, the is coming
1: out. <laughs> well, no, we're calling it the Estelle experience, but it is like a, a bit more of an intimate performance. Um, cause it's reggae music and it's lovers rock specifically, which mm-hmm. is like reggae uh-huh. and R&B mashed together uh-huh. which started in the 80s which is when I was born uh-huh. and it's kind of like I said the story of my parents All right. their short version of their story is they got together had me and my three sisters broke up when I was three got back together when I was 23 got married when I was 33 oh uh, yeah short story
0: what the shit
1: <laughs> short story short story god dude <laughs> run that back again so parents met 79-ish mm-hmm. had me 80s 1980 mm-hmm broke up when I was three, or got separated, West Indian, African stuff, things, mm-hmm. um, got back together when I was 23, my mum had, in between, got married, my dad hadn't, And mm-hmm. mum had five more kids, so
0: Damn. nine of us
1: at this point, okay, um, and my they got back together when I was 23, and then stayed together, because my mum didn't want to get married, mm-hmm. till til I was 33, and they got married when I was 33, because my mum was like, I need to, like, show my kids that marriage is okay, wow!
0: pretty much that's a true love story yeah
1: they were gonna be together it didn't make any sense
0: and your dad so your dad didn't have any other kids
1: yeah he did <laughs> he did yeah it was part of the reason they broke up there was definitely a whole I have a sister I think that's my age
0: oh yeah I know my what dad that's was like.
1: out here
0: I know what that's like <laughs> my dad was like.
1: out here but like mm-hmm. but look it, I, this is my part where I, I've you don't you you have exact feelings about things mm-hmm. and then you look at your life and you're like how can I because my, my scenario is this I have such empathy or I have an an open point of view Mm -hmm. about any scenario when it comes to love. There are absolutes that I will and will not do, Mm -hmm. but I won't judge nobody. However it comes is however it comes.
0: Yeah, you know, and it's work. Love is work. You got to oh, work for it.
1: Absolutely, but yeah. they were gonna be together. You mm-hmm. know, yeah. it's just the way that it happened, and the way that my dad popped out of a car and saw my sister in the middle of the street, and that's how they reconnected. Wow! Because he looks exactly like her.
0: That's the way it happens. Yeah. So, so now the the music and the tour is is uh, is, mm. is is based around that.
1: It's based around that. It's based around the vibe and the feeling of lovers rock and the story and just my whole reawakening and you know reformatting of my life as mm. it as I found out more about the story.
0: Mmm. Mm-hmm. So. Is it fair to say that American Boy, which you won a Grammy from, uh-huh. was such a big hit that uh-huh. you are rich forever? <laughs> I still got okay. that American Boy
1: money. <clears throat> I get residuals forever, I feel like. Uh. I feel like. Thank you, Lord.
0: There you um, go. You won a Grammy, though.
1: I know. I want some more, though.
0: You want You want more Grammys?
1: Here's a pure artist in me. Here's an egotistical pure artist in me. I want more. I need, I need a few more Grammys.
0: A few more Grammys. Yeah. You know how many people... In this business. I'm an overachiever. That Nas never won a Grammy. He don't need one. I know, man. He's Nas. He's us, all of us. You ever see Nas and be like, yo, nigga, ah. No, I don't. Yo, Nas. I ah, see Nas.
1: Nas. cool. Ah, Look at this. Ah, What's up, Nas? Because be clear about the fact that when I was a child, I was like,
2: ah.
1: Nah, nah, because I did a record with Snoop Dogg. Nah, like, Mm -mm. no, I've worked with all of my, all of the people that I've grown up, like, around. That means more to me than the fact that they know and respect what I do, mm-hmm. because it kind of came from them, mm-hmm. to a degree. Like that means a lot. I, I don't think I flex on
0: anybody. The name that of this podcast to. is going to be Nas. Don't have a Grammy. You know, no, please don't, please don't do that. Please don't do that. It is. <laughs> Na, don't. Not by the way, Nas don't need a Grammy. She's a thousand percent right. He don't. She's good. I guarantee you, she's a thousand. Nas is such. Nas's flow. His, Nas's yeah. vocal cords are so touched by God, Amen. the only thing he needs is to keep making music. Every time he gifts us with music, that's mm-hmm. his Grammy. Nas is, a, Nas is amazing. But I tell you what, if Nas was at a table
2: mm-hmm.
0: with Estelle and Estelle for some reason Here had sent go. her Grammy off oh to be serviced oh and a Grammy happened to get delivered to her while they were at the table. Nas's eyes would at least water up a little bit. <laughs> no, like, 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 like Nas' eyes. Let's just say like you oh. like at Nas' crib. Oh my god. I'm, I think Nas is like a nigga that eats croissants. So you at like you, you at Nas' crib and the no, croissants come out, ate. the egg whites is coming out, you, about, you and Nas is talking about. Let's say you and Nas is talking about like an upcoming co- my collaboration. Glorious. And you like, and Nas is like, yeah, and you're like, oh, thank you very much. She's come <laughs> be delivered. Uh, it's thank croissants. you. Thank you, William. Croissants. Here, here comes the And it it's like, oh, what, what happened? And you look at him and you go. I sent my Grammy off to be serviced. That's what I would do. And you put it right in the middle, <laughs> in the middle of, of the table. table. <laughs> was, now he'll probably try to act like he's not. He's like, yeah, that's you, cool. You should do it. That should be a whole.
1: You should write that as a skit.
0: It's very funny. Like, so serious. It's more funny because you know that it's true. Uh-huh. You know he would be hurt. I'm gonna make a list of people that haven't won Grammys. Oh my God. And Estelle basically. No! Estelle got no. it. She dropped one song. Oh. Three weeks later, the Grammy Awards came. The she, three weeks later? She, like, uh, 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 she was like, I have make music forever, you bunch of punk no, motherfuckers. No. Look, and Estelle shit on y'all first time no. out. Oh, good. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> look,
1: and I'm, I'm not even being politically correct because the awards come and go. I've had five albums. Oh, uh, not all of them have been nominated for Grammys. This last one didn't get nominated and mm-hmm. real talk in the back of my soul it was tight. And then I had to <laughs> <laughs> I had to like release it and be like, What's for me won't miss me. Right. You know, at the end of the day. And I know it sounds super generic, but I really do believe that. Like when you make something great, whether or not you get the award for it, doesn't change the amount of people that's it's affected. It's true. It just means that people noticed it. To me, mm-hmm. the Grammys and for the past few years they're great. But it, it started to become mm-hmm. Not starting to become but it's been a symbol of how many people noticed what you did this year. Mm. So it just means I gotta work oh harder, make people notice mm. more.
0: Who do you listen to right now? Last question Who do you listen to? Oh my
1: to? goodness. Alright, my favourite right now is I go between it's like three artists that I've been like back and forth with. Um my because not not because I'm here, but my artist Nick and Navy mm-hmm. are brilliant young ladies. They're so freaking dope. Spotify them. They're amazing. I will. Um lucky day.
0: Don't know who that
1: is. Lucky Day is a brand new artist out of Cali. He has a song called "Roll Some mm-hmm. Fire. And um, I've been stuck on. Okay, this is hard.
0: Like... Soldier Boy. No I'm joking. Okay. I'm joking. Like, Soldier
1: Boy. No I'm joking. No. Nah, Soldier Boy is a natural comedian love and a it. genius and a and a um... Drake. <laughs> Yo, mm. that was the most funnest thing to watch love this it. week. Love it. Love um, it. And um, uh, what's the name? Uh, Black. Mm. I love him. I was late. No, actually, I was quite early. When he did that, I was late. I was late. Uh, when he did that freestyle, he did a freestyle on um, hip hop honors. Mm-hmm. Oh, was it? Was it the BET Hip Hop Awards? One of them. And I was like, "Is he supposed? To, isn't that, he's not supposed to be a singer?" Like I thought he was a singer too. And then he did that freestyle, and I was like, "Oh no, this this mm-hmm. this young man's the truth." Yeah, he could go. Okay, <laughs> and then he said, and I must have it like, "Yo," he said thrice. And it tickled me because right. it's an old time Englishy word.
0: Yeah, thrice. And I know. I was like, he
1: said thrice and just skated past it. Yeah. And everyone's saying it like, thrice. And right, like, exactly. Thrice? Like
0: somebody that would say, half the content's gone. Yeah, yeah. Like, 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 I'm listening to a record where someone would say, half the content's <laughs> gone. I'm like, half the content's gone. What does he talk about? I just like, love that you know the record. This makes I love me so that. like,
1: Van's a music head. Like I, lo- I, lo-
0: I love that. Song, man.
1: <laughs> when you he when said he said something like, um, when you left, you were dressed in black, when you,
0: left, you were dressed. Is this all the sort of difference? He's pointing out, he's, he's pointing out specific scenarios. He's building a her. case. He did. He okay? was. Okay. He was. Half the contents are gone. Mm-hmm. Bitch, who you been drinking with? <laughs> That's the you challenge. Your clothes. That's the yeah. trap
1: version. Do the trap version. No, you should I uh, Do the trap, no, calm, do trap what. version.
0: What I want uh, is I want you. Craig David and Mark Morrison. To oh get on
1: God! The oh God! We gotta find Mark Morrison first, and then we gotta find Craig because he's somewhere oh, uh, around Mark the world. Mark Morrison's
0: probably somewhere breaking the law right now, man. <laughs> Mark like, Morrison, Mark Morrison, too jit for this game. He's somewhere breaking the law. Mark, though? Mark, Mark Morrison, too He look for like he, he be out here like a little bit. Plus, I heard some shit. <laughs> oh. But like, but like, Mark, Mark Morrison, hey, listen, man. <laughs> all just aside, I fuck with all UK artists, man. Yeah. I fuck with them. I, mm. I, I enjoy the music that's Mark coming Morrison, from over here. You know. Um. You dropping more stuff for us, preset? I am,
1: I am. I have this album up right now, so we got uh, we got some more videos and more some more songs coming up of it. Mm-hmm. Lights out,
0: mm-hmm. is
1: that? Uh, but we have the song out so easy right now with Luke James.
0: Oh, Luke James, which is
1: my 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 favorite favorite singer. Luke James right. is amazing. Yeah. Like that guy, it's not fair. It's almost not fair.
0: Yeah, he how dope his voice he, is.
1: Just him, yeah. he stands there and is like he just stands there and it's just like.
0: He just Luke, like, man, like he just he's a he's an amazing, amazing person. He is. Artist. Man. He's, a,
1: he's an artist through. He can sing his behind off. The guy is great. And even making so easy, that was so like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, like it was such an easy moment. And then six years later, we come up and the first time he sang it with me, this guy had every woman in the room like, bruh. Yeah. I was like, so I have to go back and learn how to sing my own song. Yeah, okay. <laughs>
0: That's what we're doing this week. Cool. Because mm-hmm. he just just kind of just comes off. Song Some... yeah. it's, it's effortless, man. Mm. Let me tell you something though. I'm like I'm I'm very honored that you sat down with us, man. Thank Been you a fan for for, me, for a very very long time. Thank you, darling. You know what I mean? It is it, dope Thank to you. see you doing your thing. Thank you, darling. It's dope to meet. <laughs> William Randolph. William
1: Randolph, the third. Walter. I called him William like several times. You did. You did. You did. I laughed. It was fun. It's okay. It's totally cool.
0: Why didn't you correct me before, bro?
1: Because he's
0: used. (laughs) Can I tell you something? I got to call him Willie now. Can can I tell you (laughs) something, Walter? Respect to black men, always use their name. The fact that you're the perfect manager type. I know that you're you're making notes in there about what you want cut out of this interview. Already, it's like you know what I'm saying. I know you're making notes about what you want. Hey, man, see all that Drake shit? (laughs) Nah, nah. Like, let me cut that out. Hey, y'all, we gonna keep fucking with Estelle as long as she fucks with us. Thank you. White people in the room clap for Estelle. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Austin, chill out. Cat, white woman. Person responsible for Donald Trump being in a, in the in in, in 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 the White House. You know, oh 53% of y'all your voted your for your cousins there. Your cousins. Y'all put them in <laughs> by yourself. Oh Feel indicted and guilty and clap for a stellar <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, <no,
1: no>, I'm <laughs> fucking with Kat.
0: Cat is cool as fuck. Uh, I'm we out of here. Peace.
1: Thank you. Oh my God.